Hello, everybody. This is the Friendly Bear Podcast, where we interview some of the best and brightest traders in the trading community. Listen to inspiring stories and nuggets of insight from current and future game changers in the trading space. Listen and learn as we explore all types of trading niches with some of the best in the industry from a Friendly Bear point of view. Make sure to check out the Friendly Bear Podcast new YouTube channel called Friendly Bear Research, which includes all the podcast video content and supplemental screen shares. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. With that being said, I'm your host, David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. Let's dive in. I know you mentioned a background mm-hmm. in China. Like, for example, do you, do you like to investigate Chinese companies because they're known for yeah. all their problems over there with the fraud and taking, you know. Right. So I think you, you are uh, right in assuming that there is certain categories of companies or characteristics that we look for where just the likelihood of fraud is higher. Um, and that is, for example, uh, oftentimes uh, U.S. listed Chinese companies. That doesn't have anything to do with the Chinese being bad people, quite the opposite. It's just that our governments right now are uh, at a stage where we don't have a good framework um, to go after people who defraud people from the other country financially. And therefore, you have a set of circumstances where people from China don't get punished for stealing from U.S. investors ever. And uh, this is an unfortunate set of circumstances and, of course, gives terrible incentive. Given that terrible incentive, I'm actually surprised how good China behaves, as ridiculous as it sounds. You know, we really have to look at the people aren't bad. The regulators have to look at themselves hard and, and uh, ask themselves what kind of terrible incentives they have created there. Um, there's also industries that we look at and that oftentimes tend to be um, very interesting hot industries. Um, Cannabis, for example, uh, electric vehicles. Uh, we published about a company that's supposedly driving self, uh, developing self-driving solutions um, this week, right? TSP we published on this week. And I think that has to do with the fact that a lot of these industries that are up and coming and obviously interesting also um, obviously generate interest from the public investors and therefore investment bankers tell you that they can even sell a low quality company at a very, very high price. And the most attractive businesses in this area probably will stay in the hands, will stay in private hands that actually understand the real economic attractiveness. Um, so, you know, like these new hot industries is what we're looking at a lot these days. Um as I mentioned, you know, electric vehicles and, and stuff that has to do around it. We uh-huh. see a lot of claims that uh, we think are bogus. Uh-huh. Um, and going into your recent report on TSMP, that's a combination of uh, China and a hot industry. Yeah. So, so Too Simple is, a, is an interesting case. We published uh, uh, our report on, on Tuesday. And uh, you want to check out the disclaimer on our website, right? It's just our opinion. You also, generally speaking, uh, don't trust the short seller. Do you go in there and do your proper analysis. Source it yourself. Can I replicate it? And if I find the source, does it, would I come to the same conclusions? We do that. Everybody should do that for our reports as well. But too simple seems to be a, a, to ask the company that is a originally Chinese company now try to hide its its uh, its background, for example, by removing the VIE structure just last year. They went public this year. 
the key backers are the key backers of Nikola as well. The fact that they conveniently hit from the investor presentations and um, the pre-orders that they portrayed are uh, bogus, we believe. They are far out. They didn't require deposit in most circumstances. And a lot of the key performance indicators that they show to investors on their investor presentations are pushed by partners who are also equity investors and made hundreds of millions of dollars by uh, exercising warrants just before the IPO and selling, you know, and, and the company going public here right now, a short period of time. Incentives are absolutely screwed, and we think it's a low-quality company that was packaged and dumped on investors. Uh, and in a normal environment, you wouldn't be able to get this thing sold for a seven, eight billion dollar valuation or whatever. It's really shameful. Now, all these red flags you pointed out, like when you are researching into a company, is that like, uh, how do you come across the red flags? Like what, and like, how do you decide to dig deeper? You know. Once you come across one, I think, for example, with Too Simple, we started off with investor presentation that uh, was so vague in many regards that it made us feel like, yeah, okay, you probably don't have that much, and you're 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 just trying to tell us what we want to hear, but it seems already doubtful that you have a lot going on. Actually, from then on, we found uh, uh, SEC correspondence letters. We saw how they adjusted their footnotes. They made initially a, a aggressive revenue forecast that then the SEC made them remove. Well, they inquired about it and then they just dropped the whole thing. Um, these things were uh, uh, fairly uh, easy to find. And from then we went deeper into the technology, went deeper into the background of the fo founders who are Chinese and had to, uh, or had to, had to look into uh, uh, what was going on with the business activities in China. Uh, you know, you, that is, for example, a case where you can just read the report and, and, you know, list all the sources that we used and, you know, try to use them for yourself in the future. Um, it's also interesting that TSP is a, it's a sizable company. The parallels to Nicola and, and uh, Lordstown actually are very obvious. Um, and I don't know if you've seen, but Kath Kathy Woods uh, seems to be on the other side of the straight here. She has been buying a million yeah. shares on the day that we published. A million shares is insane. I think it was the fifth highest trading day in the company's history. Uh, if you if you wanted to really have the shares, I, I thought to myself, why wouldn't you buy them at uh, a whole lot lower? This looked to me as if she was trying to defend the stock, if anything, which is concerning. On the other hand, this Bill Wang guy also squeezed on some GSX and had the upper hand for the time being and look where he is now. So yeah. we'll see how it plays out. That concludes today's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel on the platform you use. The Friendly Bear Podcast is hosted by me, David, where you can find me on Twitter at reverse underscore long. You can find the Friendly Bear Podcast at www.thefriendlybearpodcast.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and now on YouTube at Friendly Bear Research. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast.